Hello and welcome to section one, episode 17 of the LUFC Fan Zone podcast. I'm Sam Isles. And I'm Jack Ellis. And each episode, we'll be talking to our next Legion United player or manager about their time at the club. All of our episodes can be found on our LUFC Fan Zone YouTube channel, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And last episode, we were with former Legion United managing director David Haig, who spoke to us about bringing in GFH to Legion United and the Iranian government using money to purchase the club, as well as attempting to purchase Leeds from GFH with a consortium of buyers, including Massimo Trellino, before the Italian purchased the club for himself. However, today we're back speaking with a former Leeds United player, and one who played at the club during the Trellino era, which David Haig was involved with. After joining Leeds in 2014 from Syria B-side Catana for reported £1.6 million, he was just one of 11 Italian-based players who joined the club that season and reportedly the most expensive. After making just under 60 league appearances in his three years at Ellen Road, he scored some memorable goals, including a free kick away at Bournemouth in a 3-1 win. However, he is also someone who generates a large amount of negativity within the fan base, mainly because of his off-the-field antics, with just one example coming in 2015 when he was a member of the infamous 6-0-6 away at Charlton Athletic. That's right. This week, we're former Leeds United defender Giuseppe Belusky, as well as Adriano from Monza, who's going to act as a translator today. Thank you so much for joining us both. Hi, hi, everyone. Oh, hi, hi. Uh, just to make it clear to everyone who's listening to this show, un- unfortunately, Giuseppe's English isn't the best, so he'll be answering most of the questions in Italian today, and then Adriano will translate his answers into English, just of those who can speak Italian. But yeah, just to start off with Giuseppe, it's been three years since you left Leeds now. And from then on in 2017, you played all of your football in Italy. First when you joined Palmeiro, who you joined straight from Leeds, and you're now at Monza in Serie B. How are you finding your time there? Oh, sto benissimo. Eh, sono felicissimo di essere al Monza. Ho fatto una bella parentesi anche a Palermo, che purtroppo per questioni societarie abbiamo, non abbiamo rispettato gli obiettivi, ma adesso in testa solo il Monza e il nuovo obiettivo predisposto dalla società. Yeah, so I'm I'm really happy to be here in uh, in Monza and uh, obviously even at Palermo I I had a really really great time. Uh, unfortunately we weren't able to achieve our uh, goals due to some uh, some situations uh, uh, linked to the club that happened. But obviously, I'm now uh, all I think about is Monza. I'm really focused, and uh, I I really want to to achieve uh, uh, some some great objectives with this team. So far in your career, you've had six different clubs, and five of them have been in Italy. But you made the move out of your homeland for the only time in 2014 to join Leeds. When did you first hear about the possibility of moving to England and Leeds United? And how did you feel about leaving Italy? Because it was something that you had never done before. Eh, ero entusiasta perché prima di andare a Leeds avevo letto la storia del club e ero gratificato e orgoglioso di, di entrare a far parte di un, di un, di un club così, così importante in Inghilterra. Eh, ho deciso di, di cambiare io nazione, aria, dopo la retrocessione con il Catania, dopo i cinque anni fatti a Catania si era chiuso un ciclo e volevo prendermi una pausa dall'Italia e provare, provare un calcio diverso, è arrivata la chiamata del Leeds e, e non ho aspettato un attimo nell'accettare. No, ovviamente quando ho sentito il Leeds call, I was, 
I was really enthusiastic and happy. Um, obviously, before going, I, I read all the history of the club and uh, I, I knew that the club was like one of the most uh, historical ones in the, in the UK. And uh, I was really happy because I, I was coming from uh, five years uh, playing in, uh, for Catania. But after the relegation with Catania, uh, I, I just had the feeling I knew that uh, um, the journey there was uh, was over. So I I felt I needed some new motivations, and therefore I just uh, I I was very happy to to accept Leeds when I received the offer. I didn't hesitate. You said that you knew the history about Leeds before you came, but what did you actually know before about Leeds United before you came to England? Ma avevo visto anche dei filmati su YouTube dove avevo notato subito la piazza molto calda, molto attaccata alla maglia, sempre presenti i tifosi e questa è una, una cosa che a me piace moltissimo, infatti ho fatto quasi sempre piazze del sud eh, dove ci sono pressioni, dove c'è molta gente attaccata ai colori. E poi erano passati diversi campioni, eh, hanno, avevano fatto tantissimi anni in Premier, avevano lottato anche per, per il titolo e una storia importante e quindi... Dopo aver visto tutte, tutte, queste, tutte queste cose che si conciliavano con il mio carattere e con la mia ambizione, ho deciso di accettare. So, one of the, the things that caught the most my, my attention was uh, the fans. The fans there, uh, because by looking at some videos as well, I, I saw that the, the fans were really attached to the club, like very, very passionate. And uh, I think that matches my, my character as well. Because uh, all my career, I mainly played in um, in, club, in Italian clubs from the south of Italy. Because there, there is um, the fans; uh, they show passion at like a maximum level, and uh, so that really matched my character. So that's what really caught my attention, as well as obviously uh, the amount of um, uh, great players that played for Leeds. And uh, also because Leeds played uh, many years in the Premier League as well. And your transfer to Leeds was confirmed on the 12th of August 2014, just a few months after Massimo Cellino had purchased the club. And within his first year at the club, there was, you were one of many Italian-based players to join Leeds United. What sort of impact did Cellino have on the transfer? And were you aware of his plans to bring in many Italian players to Leeds? con l'opzione di riscatto poi dopo eh, conoscendomi come, come persona e poi vedendomi giocare perché non avevo mai avuto il piacere di, di giocare per Cellino una volta conosciuto ho voluto subito fare il riscatto e non aspettando fine, fine, fine anno fine stagione e poi credo che l'acquisto di, di un paio perché non è che abbia rifondato la squadra con tutti italiani un paio di giocatori 5-6 giocatori che avevano giocato in Italia credo che è più che legittimo da parte di un presidente che aveva fatto tantissimi anni nel calcio italiano e quindi conosceva parecchi giocatori italiani credo che il presidente Cellino meritava un po' più di tempo eh, non gli è stato dato e per me è andato, è andato un po' in difficoltà per tutte queste vicende però eh, ero, ero sicuro e sono sicuro che, che qualora avesse avuto più tempo ci saremmo tolti, tolti belle soddisfazioni So originally, my transfer to Leeds was on loan with option to buy at the end of the season. Uh, but when Cellino saw um, 
how I was as a player, but most importantly as a man, uh, he decided immediately to 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 buy to buy me uh, instead of waiting for for the end of the season. And uh, yeah, obviously he brought some a few players from uh, from the Italian league, but that's just it's it's quite uh, understandable. It's because obviously he came from that league, so he knew he knew the players very well because he he saw them like many times and uh, but Cellino Cellino was a very good uh, good owner good president he probably deserved uh, more time uh, because uh, probably if he would have had more time uh, he could have achieved very great things with Leeds and when you moved to England how did you find the lifestyle of being a professional in the first few months of your time at Leeds because it was well known that when you and the other Italian players moved to England, some of the players used to smoke. However, in England, that wasn't something what players usually did. But obviously, it, it's, it could be accepted in Italian football. Quindi, quando quando sei sei trasferito in Inghilterra, come hai visto lo stile di vita in Inghilterra? Perché molta gente vedeva i giocatori italiani che erano arrivati, che per esempio fumavano e questo è accettato in Italia. C'è una cultura diversa. Posso dire che magari alcuni giocatori italiani possono fumare qualche sigaretta, ma, ma poi nella cultura inglese ci sono giocatori che bevono 10 birre dopo l'allenamento. Ognuno ha le sue, ha le sue culture le sue, e, e i suoi momenti di, di, di pausa dal calcio. No, è solo parte della cultura. Like uh, there could be some Italian players that maybe smoke a cigarette after training, and maybe there are some English players that drink uh, uh, a few beers after the training. So it's just a part of the of the culture. Everyone has a a different way of uh, of just maybe relaxing, you know, and uh, relieve um, releasing stress. And uh, well, here in Italy, it's uh, smoking a cigarette every now and then is part of it. Your first head coach at Leeds, the first of quite a few during your time at Ellen Road, was David Hockaday, someone who was extremely unknown to Leeds fans because of his lack of experience as a head coach. However, how did you find him as a head coach? And do you think it was the correct appointment of Massimo Cellino to have as his first manager, given that he didn't have that experience? No, non, difficile commentare un allenatore che credo non abbia mai fatto il professionismo, eh, però il presidente ogni tanto fa queste scommesse, a volte le vince e a volte le perde, credo che con Oakley la scelta e la scommessa l'abbia persa. So it was actually quite difficult to, to judge because obviously he didn't really have any professional experience um, so far. But uh, President Cellino sometimes we use, was used to this uh, kind of uh, bets. Uh, so like betting on someone, uh, hoping that he will turn out to be a, maybe a great coach or great player. And unfortunately, this time, that time, uh, he wasn't a, a great bet. Just over a week after arrival in England, you made your debut for Leeds, starting in the trip to Watford in the fourth championship game of the season. What can you remember about your Leeds debut? Because you didn't have the greatest of starts to your time at Leeds. Però stiamo facendo, credo, una, una, buona, una buona gara contro una squadra forte. 
non è stato tra virgolette facile per me anche se le sfide e e le cose difficili mi appartengono e mi piacciono e mi stimolano Eh, è iniziata tra virgolette in salita però poi credo che per i tifosi onesti io abbia dato un contributo importante durante, durante la stagione nonostante le difficoltà incontrate Yeah, so if I remember well, I was uh, sent off that game in my debut, but I think that the team that that day played a really good game. And yeah, obviously the the start wasn't maybe one of the easiest ones. It was quite challenging, uh, but I like challenges. And I think at the end of the day, I think that my in my time at Leeds, I I, I did well because I, I always gave everything 100%. For, for the club, for the fans. So I, I think that the, the fans can know that I've done well there. And because of that red card, it meant that by the time you were allowed to play again for Leeds after your suspension, Leeds already had the second head coach of the season, this time Darko Milinic. And although it might have been clear that some of the head coaches during that era probably weren't suitable for both Leeds United and Championship, as a player... How hard was it to have constant head coaches being replaced after just a couple of months and then get sacked rather than someone who was there for a long period of time? Eh, io onestamente credo che eh, Darko era un ottimo allenatore molto preparato e aveva bisogno di tempo per, per cercare di amalgamare la squadra e per far, e far emergere il suo gioco. Nelle sue cinque partite credo che lui abbia fatto cinque partite tre tre pareggi due sconfitte se non ricordo male avremmo meritato di fare molti più punti siamo stati in quella quella parentesi di cinque partite molto sfortunati e poi il presidente ha deciso di cambiare ma io non ero ero favorevole a quella scelta e sono rimasto molto dispiaciuto perché credo che Darko sia un ottimo allenatore Well obviously changing many coaches throughout the season is is never a, a good idea because obviously like you can't uh, uh, express uh, uh, a way of playing but personally i thought uh, i think that uh, darko was a really really good coach uh, he had good ideas and uh, he, he just needed more time because if i remember well he just played uh, he just uh, coached five leeds games where he where he got uh, three draws uh, and two two losses Uh, and then obviously after after the fifth match uh, president Cellino decided to to sack him but i was actually i was i didn't agree with that choice and uh, i actually felt uh, i felt sad because i uh, i really i really admire darko i think he's a really good coach and just staying on the topic of head coaches To Leeds fans, the head coach was what would previously be known as a manager. However, when Salinio arrived, he, he changed it. How much of a relationship did you have with the head coach? Because we spoke to Tommaso Bianchi on the podcast a few weeks ago, and he said that instead of going to the head coach, if players had a problem, some of the players would go straight to the president, Massimo Cellino. Because I personally have had problems and I've tried to solve them alone. Se avevo problemi con l'allenatore cercavo di parlare con l'allenatore, se avevo dei problemi con compagni di squadra parlavo con i compagni di squadra, se avevo problemi con il presidente parlavo con il presidente. In base a chi avevo il problema andavo a bussare e cercare di risolverlo. E se avevo problemi familiari sicuramente non li porto nel calcio. Quindi questa 
è una domanda che a me non, non, non tocca perché io ho diverso tempo ho parlato con, con gli allenatori che c'erano lì per cercare di, di dare una mano a volte sono stato compreso a volte no credo però che per Cellino il, il primo, eh, la prima avventura in Inghilterra credo che sia comprensibile quando uno spende soldi di tasca propria e mette amore e passione e, 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 e denaro è normale che vuole, voglia avere il controllo della, della situazione, soprattutto quando sei in una nuova nazione, in una nuova cultura, in un calcio nuovo che non hai mai fatto, cosa che credo non, non è stata capita. Magari nella mia testa credo che con, con il passare del tempo e conoscendo le persone giusto, magari si, si sarebbe anche potuto affidare e, e, ed entrare pienamente nella cultura inglese. Well, personally, I don't know about that because... Uh... If I had a problem with, uh, for example, the, a player, I used to speak with that player. If I had a problem with a coach, I used to speak to the coach. If I had a problem with, uh, with Cellino, I used to speak with the Cellino. So I always try to solve the problem with the person that I had the problem with. So I, I really I actually don't know about that. And uh, obviously, when, when, a, when a new owner comes and like, puts a lot of his own money in the team, with, uh, has great ambitions and tries obviously to achieve great results with that team, obviously that owner wants to have uh, some sort of control on the team. And that is probably why obviously President Cellino always wanted to be uh, informed on, uh, on many things uh, related to the club. And uh, maybe, maybe, a couple, maybe sometimes he, he just didn't have the right people around him, uh, which maybe that, that's also one of the factors that uh, didn't let him achieve what he wanted at Leeds. And after your suspension, you returned to the starting 11. And in September, you scored your first goal for Leeds United, a 25-yard free kick away at league leaders Bournemouth in a 3-1 win. What can you remember about that free kick? And what made you take it? Because you hadn't taken a free kick before in previous matches for Leeds. Um, credo che in quel momento era una, un match delicato, eravamo nei minuti finali e stavamo soffrendo perché il Bormont era una squadra veramente forte e credo che abbia vinto il campionato poi. E, e quindi ho, mi sono assunto la responsabilità e ho calciato ed è andata bene, forse è stato, ne ho fatti pochi in carriera, ma credo che quello sia stato il gol più bello e sicuramente l'emozione più forte che, che, che ho dato ai tifosi del de Leeds e credo che eh, nei miei due, due anni di, di gioco nel Leeds credo che eh, la, il gol su punizione e, e la galoppata box to box con, con la traversa su, su, sul chip, come lo chiamano loro, sullo scalino, che poi ha portato al gol di Antonucci, credo che siano le due cose più, più belle che, che ho fatto lì. Yes, obviously, it was a very crucial uh, part of the match because it was uh, around in the final minutes of the game. Um, and so I obviously I decided to take the free kick because uh, I, ju I just felt like it. And obviously, it went well. And uh, I, I didn't score many goals in my career. But uh, of the goals I scored, probably that is the one, the most beautiful one I scored. And um, also, like, uh, I think I gave a really, 
really big emotions uh, to the to the fans as well. It's probably the time where I gave the b- biggest emotions to Leeds fans during my time there. Uh, and also one another another part I, I remember is uh, the box to box run I made, uh, where then I chipped the the ball and uh, I hit the crossbar and then Antonucci was able to score. And at the end of the season, Rudolf Austin strike against Watford won Leeds' goal of the season. But do you think yours was better? Se, se anche loro vedono, forse questa è la prima intervista che rilascio su Leeds e soprattutto a giornalisti inglesi. Nei miei due anni non ho mai fatto, non ho mai fatto un'intervista. Non mi interessa apparire sui riflettori o ricevere premi. Io do il massimo per, per i miei compagni e per stare bene con, la, con il mio lavoro e per stare bene con me stesso. Se è stato deciso che Ausin avesse fatto il gol più bello, giusto che abbia preso il premio. No, I don't think so. Like if uh, if they if they chose that Austin's goal was the best one, it's uh, it's right that he he gets the uh, this this title. Obviously, I'm not a guy that wants to uh, appear a lot in the media. And also, if you notice, this is the first uh, interview I actually give to the to uh, to the English, uh, let's say, press or. Uh, to so English social medias after my time at Leeds. It's because I always, uh, I prefer to focus on the game in order to give uh, always 100% for uh, for the team, for my teammates and for the club. And although Leeds won at Bournemouth with the help of your free kick, Darko Milinic replaced Neil Redfern as head coach. And during that time, like you previously said, he didn't win a match as Leeds head coach and the results that followed weren't the best. And in December, Leeds United lost away to Derby County 2-0, which left Leeds 20th in the championship table. At that time, or during any point in that season, did you ever fear that Leeds might be relegated into League One? No, I've never had the climax of the procession, but I've always had the conviction that that squad could not win the championship. Forse si erano create false ambizioni eh, per, lottare in, in, per lottare per la vittoria del campionato. Credo che nei due anni che sono stato a Leeds per la squadra che eravamo e per le difficoltà ambientali e i cambi di allenatore che ci sono stati, credo che la classifica abbia rispecchiato la nostra, il nostro valore. Eh, tutti e due gli anni siamo arrivati a metà classifica e credo che sia, sia giusto così. No, I actually never feared to to get relegated in the League One, but at the same time, uh, I I never had the feeling that we could be a team that could be promoted. Uh, mainly because in the in the two years that I've been at Leeds, uh, obviously there have been uh, many many difficulties, um, starting from the the frequent change of uh, of coaches. And so, in the in the two years where that have been at Leeds, we we finished uh, always finished in mid table, which I think that at the end of the day reflects uh, what, what we could have done. So I think we we actually achieved what what we could have done, what we could have uh, achieved. And before you came to Leeds, like you said, you with Katana, who had just been relegated to City B, which is obviously the Italian second division, and when you joined Leeds. They're obviously in the championship, which is the English second division. But how do you think the two leagues compared? And did you feel that the championship might have been of a similar quality to the City of B? 
Eh, credo che ci sia molto più ritmo e ci sia più bravura individuale e più forza individuale eh, nel singolo giocatore. La differenza notevole che c'è tra l'Inghilterra e l'Italia è dal punto di vista tattico, dove in Italia magari abbiamo meno qualità individuali ma più qualità collettive e discorso inverso in Inghilterra. So yeah, obviously in in uh, in England I found uh, uh, a higher rhythm of uh, of the of the game and uh, also more um, individual quality as well individual quality and strength. Uh, the big difference uh, probably between Italy and England is uh, uh, the the tactical aspect. So here in Italy uh, we give uh, much more importance to tactics. And that the result is that maybe the the collective is stronger than uh, than in England, but obviously in in England I found more uh, individual uh, quality and strength. How did yourself and the new arrivals settle into Leeds in the dressing room? Because obviously now you're struggling to communicate in English, but did that cause any divide within the changing room between the English players and the Italian players? Poi caratterialmente sono molto aperto, quindi provavo a parlare con tutti, ma la barriera linguistica mi limitava. È un aspetto, credo, molto importante nella conoscenza tra giocatori, perché soprattutto il primo anno i giocatori non hanno avuto la fortuna di conoscermi fuori dal campo e conoscermi come persona, mi hanno conosciuto come giocatore, solo come giocatore, ed è una pecca, perché so benissimo che eh, conoscendomi solo da giocatore sono... sono un giocatore, tra virgolette, una persona fastidiosa perché eh, sono molto pesante. Eh, quindi la barriera linguistica non, non mi ha permesso e non ha permesso la comunicazione e farmi conoscere come uomo. Poi con l'arrivo del secondo anno con il mio amico Bamba, che ci aiutava molto e faceva eh, da trade union tra inglesi e italiani, è andata molto meglio. Yeah, so obviously there were some difficulties at the beginning because... Uh... I'm a very um, exuberant guy and uh, I'm really, I'm quite social. I, I like to, to speak, to talk to people and make new friends. But obviously the language barrier that there was uh, at the beginning was something very, very limiting uh, for me. And uh, so what happened is that in the first year, my, my teammates mainly knew me just as the player. They didn't know uh, the Belushi outside the the football pitch and uh, so this is something that maybe I regret a bit because obviously I'm I as a player I'm much more uh, I'm not as uh, as uh, social and funny as I can be outside outside the pitch and uh, the second year then my my friend Bamba was uh, was really helpful because he he acted uh, some kind as of a as a link between the the foreigners and the the english players and when you arrived at leeds like you said maybe because of your behaviors on and off the pitch you had the nickname as the warrior maybe because of your aggressive playing style as well and massimo Cellino once said that he thought that you were one of the hardest players at leeds and if anyone got in the fight at a bar or whatever they would all want you there to protect him Did you feel that being an aggressive player was one of your best attributes when you played and helped you to perform when you were at Leeds? Non la sapevo questa cosa. Eh, però no, 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 no. Fuori dal campo non sono una persona adatta. Eh, poi 
ho la, la fortuna o la sfortuna di trasformarmi nel, nel campo da gioco e, e questo credo che mi abbia fatto arrivare ad ottenere determinate, determinati livelli. Eh, però poi al di fuori di, del, 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 del rettangolo verde sono, sono il, il ragazzo più buono del mondo e sono totalmente un'altra persona. So I, I actually didn't know this, uh, this thing that President Cellino said, but uh, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the guy for, for a fight in the, in the pub because outside the pitch, I'm like the calmest guy uh, on earth. I'm, uh, I'm really kind. I'm a totally different guy. When, I, when I'm on the pitch, I just, I just transform, but it's because I'm, I try to put as much passion as I can. And uh, maybe this quality is what made me as well achieve the, the, the results that, that I achieved. Did you feel that, like the aggression that you said on the pitch, ever worked against you whilst you were at Leeds? Because there was a few stories during your time at the club that you might have been involved with a few training ground bust-ups and scuffles, one of which was most notably with one of the youth players at the time, Calvin Phillips. Assolutamente bugia. Eh, dopo un periodo bello che ho vissuto a Leeds, sono iniziate tutte, tutte queste, queste voci contro di me diffamatorie, eh, non riesco ancora a capire il perché. Eh, molto probabilmente all'interno dello stesso centro sportivo c'erano persone che volevano danneggiarmi e far fuori e alla fine ci sono riusciti con tante menzogne e tante bugie. Io ancora oggi ogni tanto su Messenger mi sento con Calvin, io sono stato la persona che ha portato o, o, o perlomeno ha consigliato al presidente di far venire in prima squadra Calvin Phillips che era nelle, nelle giovanili così come Viera perché intravedevo le loro potenzialità importanti sono tutte bugie che sono state dette per, per diffamare so this is uh, absolutely a, it's not true, it's a lie uh, because uh, I, I started uh, at Leeds by having a great time but uh, at a certain point uh, I had a feeling that there were some, uh, probably some people that wanted me out of the club And uh, in order to um, get me out of the club, they started uh, uh, to spread uh, all these uh, um, rumors and, uh, and fake news. Because actually, I was, uh, I was the player that advised uh, President Cellino to take uh, Calvin Phillips and uh, uh, Vieira as well to the first team because I, I saw uh, good qualities in both players. And even, to, even nowadays, I still speak to to Calvin sometimes on, uh, on Messenger. So this is absolutely uh, fake news. And just back to your first season at Leeds, and the side did rise up the table and away from the relegation zone in February and March. However, towards the back end of the season, the results began to turn again. And in April, the side lost five matches in a row, with the fifth coming away to Charlton on the penultimate away game of the season. Although Leeds did lose the game 2-1, The match is more remembered for the fact that yourself and five other Leeds players didn't travel to Charlton that day and pulled out of the side just one day before the game. Would you be able to tell us what happened that day? Because there's been a lot of claims from various people, such as Saul Bamber and Neil Redfern, about their opinions. However, no one's actually said their opinions from the people who have participated. See. Tutti, gli, tutti cinque, gli altri cinque miei compagni erano realmente infortunati 
eh, io non lo ero, avevo giocato tutte le partite ed ero un giocatore, credo, in quel momento importante per la squadra. E tutta la settimana ero provato, eh, ero negli 11 titolari per affrontare l'ultima gara e l'ultimo giorno, senza dirmi niente, il, l'allenatore, senza darmi una motivazione, una spiegazione, eh, non mi faceva giocare, sbagliando, reagendo d'impulso, reagendo istintivamente qual era il mio carattere, eh, decisi di non andare in trasferta. So yeah, basically that day, at that time, uh, all my other five teammates uh, were actually uh, injured. Uh, the only one not injured was me. But what happened is that um, at that time I was a, a crucial player for Leeds because I used to play uh, all games. And uh, even the coach, they he tried me in the starting 11 the whole week. And then uh, all of a sudden, the, the day before the game, uh, with Without giving me a proper explanation, he just didn't let me, he just excluded me. And uh, for that reason, I, I decided uh, probably even uh, uh, wrongly, I, I acted instinctively and I decided not to, to go to Charlton with the, with the team. Ma io ero sicuro che Redfern, l'allenatore e la moglie che lavorava all'interno del club, erano dal mio punto di vista erano loro due che, che facevano uscire queste notizie per, per, per farmi fuori but I'm, uh, I'm quite sure that uh, it was uh, Redneth Red, 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 Neil Redfern Neil Redfern, Redfern yeah. and uh, his wife as well they used to work at the club uh, it was them that uh, used to spread all these uh, fake news uh, in order to to send me away to get me out of the of the club so just say for example if neil redfern would have started you in that match at charlton would have put you in the starting 11 would you have been willing to play and fit enough to play that match una domanda che mi offende ho fatto tutta la settimana disponibile io non sono partito l'ultimo giorno prima il giorno prima di partire il ritiro per charlton non sono partito avevo finito avevo fatto l'allenamento ma quando ho fatto la formazione che prima ero titolare e poi non mi ha fatto giocare ho deciso di andare dentro lo spogliato e non partire eh, sia per questo mio pensiero che, che avevo che sono loro che volevano farmi fuori dal, eh, dal, dal, dal mondo Leeds e sia perché è stata una mancanza di rispetto nei miei confronti eh, non tanto come giocatore ma come uomo e poi questa domanda mi offende perché io ogni volta che scendo in campo al di là del dell'obiettivo che ci possa essere anche se in quel momento non lottavamo né per retrocedere né per salire ma io ho sempre dato tutto me stesso come se fosse il match più importante della mia vita So this question uh, offends me a little bit because obviously I'm a, I'm a, a man that uh, gives uh, 200% all the time and that week I actually, I actually played, trained the whole week until the very last training before going to Charlton and uh, i was in the starting 11 and then uh, obviously the coach uh, probably because uh, he, he wanted me out of the club uh, he he for no reason he excluded me from the from the starting 11 and uh, for that reason I I decided to not not to go uh, but uh, obviously I, as I repeat I'm a I'm a player that gives uh, 100% all the time i never back up if they ask me. If I'm asked to play, I never back up. I'll always fight and 
for their reason. It, it was him who excluded me for no reason. On hindsight, do you think the action that you did that day, what well, you shouldn't have done it? Like looking back at what you did, do you think it was the wrong decision to take? Difficile rispondere. Col senno di poi, credo che ho mancato di, di professionalità eh, al mio lavoro, di professionalità ai miei compagni e soprattutto non aver letto prima l'intento che avevano già, già da un po' di tempo Redfern e, e la moglie e ci sono cascato con, con tutte le scarpe, non so come fai a tradurre questa cosa. <ride> e ci sono cascato al giochetto e mi si è rivoltato tutto contro. So no, it's uh, well, it doesn't bother me because I basically said everything about that episode, but uh it's difficult to say because uh, obviously on one side I I I didn't uh I I let down my teammates, uh the fans uh so on that side on that side it wasn't a, a good a good decision to to make but on the other side i i probably had to realize earlier uh what uh what redneff and his wife wanted to to do which was uh kick me out of the club and they won they won so i i fell for the for their game and uh so I probably should have uh, should have realized earlier what what their intent was, which was to kick kick me out of the club. And that brings an end to section one of episode seventeen. Join us next week for section two, where Giuseppe speaks about his last season at Leeds and how he took the abuse from supporters at the club after his reputation at the club decreased even further, and how he stormed out of training just five days after his last ever Leeds United appearance. Understandably, when we released the news that we were speaking to Giuseppe for episode 17 of the LUFC Fans on podcast, it did cause quite a stir on social media, most of which was quite negative criticism about both us and Beluski. However, we thought that it would be a change to have someone like him on the show, allowing him to answer questions that he had never commented on before, rather than to speak to him and glamorise and praise him about his time at the club. I hope today's episode has showed why we did want to speak to him and wanted him to come on our show. And we hope that you join us again next week for the second half of the interview. Thanks for listening.